Welcome to the Dime Podcast, where we share our two cents about five questions to help simplify your business so you can focus on your mission. And today we're talking about determining your technology budget. I'm Neil Smith, and I'm joined by founder and CEO of Dime, Ben Haybeck. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nils. Well, let's talk about technology. Ben, I'm curious in your technology ecosystem within your life, what is your favorite piece of technology right now? Uh, I was going to say my green egg. Your green egg? You consider that a technology? It is, isn't it? Uh, I guess so. There's technology involved <laughs> in, the, in the engineering of the green egg, I hear. So I got a car, a new car a few, okay. weeks, a few months ago, okay. and it is by far my favorite piece of technology. The car. I think in I would totally or like part of the car. The in total. Okay. I think I would sleep in it if I could. Wow. That's uh, a big statement. But the coolest part of it, and I, I hope this doesn't sound weird or anything, but it's got that autonomous driving. Yes. So when I drive, I drive, it takes me about 20 minutes to get to the office. Yes. And I literally it's one road all okay. the way down. Okay. And there's usually a fair amount of traffic. So yeah. I can hit a button. And just sit there and my car will will drive and it'll stop and it'll start going again. It keeps me in the lot in the lanes. Yes. Yes. I have to touch the wheel every like 45 seconds or something so yes. that the car knows somebody's actually there. Yes. Uh, but man, is it is it really nice? It's amazing. I drink my coffee and I ride to work. <laughs> I yes. ride to work. I, I remember the first time uh, and really the only time I've driven a Tesla. And somebody let me drive it and use the autonomous driving. And it was one of those, like, it scared me to death of like, is this car going to stop? Oh yeah. Uh, and then it was like, this is the most amazing thing. And I hate, so we live in New York. We don't have a car, uh, right. but, but it, I ordered a Tesla three after experiencing that because I was like, I need to own this piece of technology. Well, and then I ended up selling the like rights yeah, to yeah. it uh, because I can't have a car in New York, but uh, that kind of technology gets me really excited. Ben, I'll tell you, my, my favorite technology right now is we have an Oculus Go oh. headset. So it's a virtual reality headset. Um, and I think virtual reality is the coolest technology created in the last 10 years. I have but never, autonomous driving might be cooler. I have um, never tried virtual reality, ever, anything. I have failed you as a friend, Ben. Next no. time. Today, I, we're going to try it. Oh, I don't have it with me. <sighs> Next time I'm bringing you my Oculus Go headset and you're going to, I can't, I might go buy one today I can't uh, and wait. bring it into the office. I'm on pins and needles. Good, good. Well, let's, let's talk practically uh, for an organization and it comes to creating a technology budget. We, uh, many of us like new technology and shiny objects and we will spend excessively on new technology. And sometimes we're extra cheap with technology and we want to save money and we create inefficiencies. Is there, from a budgeting standpoint, is there a set amount, is there a percentage of your budget that organizations should say, look, our technology budget is 3%. That's what it should be. That's what it should be for all organizations. Think about computers, internet, IT support, software, copy machines. What is it? How, how, do, how does an organization determine their technology budget? Um, I wish that there was a specific percentage yeah, because it would be really easy. It would be really easy. Uh, but that's kind of like saying how, what percentage of your family budget should you spend on groceries? Yeah. Well, doesn't it depend if you're a family of five or a family of, yes. you know, two? Yes. And doesn't it depend if you like to buy from, you know, the organic section versus, you know, prepared box foods? Yes. So I would say it's, it's, you have to set that percentage based upon what you value. Yes. So if you as an organization value technology, yep. then uh, set a higher percentage. 
Um, there are some pretty strict percentages when it comes to staffing yep. uh, for a church, for example, you know, spend around 50% of your budget on yep. staff. Yes. Um, if you go above that, you're getting on the high side. If you yep. go, go below that, you may be understaffed. Yeah. Um, if you, but when it comes to technology, it's kind of like, what do you value? Are you a, are you a tech company? Yeah. Are you a, uh, you know, are you a service provider that you're really leveraging people? Yeah. Because if you are, you need maybe a lower tech budget. Yeah. Um, in the church space, I, I really wish we could say, you know, of our hundreds of churches that we work yes. with, you know, the average is this percent, but it is all across the board. Yeah. You know, if, if a church is doing online, you know, services, you know, oftentimes they're spending a higher yeah. percentage. They have high end cameras um, you know, that sort of thing. So the, I, I wish I had a better answer, but I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And I, and I think at the end of the day, it's changing all the time. Right. Now, speaking of changing, uh, there, there's an ongoing question and debate among everyone when it comes to technology, especially computers, Mac or PC. Tell me your preference. <clears throat> so that was it. That was, it. <laughs> that was, that was the answer that everyone, I hope you guys no, heard that. So I, I think there's a third now. It's yes. not Mac or PC. It's Mac, PC, or Chromebook. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's um, my opinion. Yeah. So I we used to use Google yes. apps for everything. Yes. And we got to a certain size as an organization that it made sense for us to switch over to Office, Microsoft yeah. Office 365. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more, a lot different security and a lot yeah. different controls. Yep. Um, we also based on the technology we use, uh, it only works on Microsoft. Yep. It only works on windows. Yes. So our servers have to be windows based. Okay. And so it just makes sense for our employees to have yep. PCs. Yeah. Uh, I use a Mac. Okay. Personally, yep. I prefer Mac, yep. uh, hardware. Yes. I actually don't like the Mac software. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Chromebooks don't work for us. We bought four yeah. or five of them one year and tried to yeah. get employees to test them out. And yeah. they just didn't work in our environment at all. Yes. Um, and now that we're off of, of Google, it's really, you know, doesn't make sense to have a Chromebook. So right. most of our employees use PCs. Yeah. Um, it's, it, and, and I think so many of this, and so I'm, I'm a technology guy, um, and, but, but I think it, it depends on your needs organizationally. It depends on your personal preferences. And so you say that you're on a PC, but you prefer a Mac. It probably makes you more efficient, though, to have a Mac. I don't, it, it makes me more efficient, yeah. but our, our accountants are yeah. way more efficient on a PC. Absolutely. So here's an interesting yeah. fact. Uh, we host our servers in the Microsoft Azure environment, yes, which is a really big, high-end uh, server hosting environment. Yes, and the 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 fact that I heard from a Microsoft person yep. is that Microsoft's Azure environment is ten times the size of Google and Amazon combined. Okay. Microsoft is still as many, as much as like the church world and everybody else uses yep. these PC or the uh, Macs yep. for kind of their personal computing. Yep. The entire business ecosystem is still in Microsoft and Microsoft is still the 800 pound gorilla. Yes. Uh, they, they just, if you're not on Microsoft, <laughs> then I don't know how you can be a big organization. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot of reality to that. I, I am in the process, and so we're sitting right in front of me right now. Yeah. is a Chromebook and an Apple, um, and so and I've literally brought this Chromebook for a hundred dollars. Yeah, and so I'm I'm making the decision of can I really function, and I'm having to use both right now because it cannot do everything I need for it to do, and I'm learning that. But I think organizations have to figure that out. But it is interesting that Microsoft can't scale so much. And so being a Mac guy for the last 10 years, it's hard for me to say that, but Microsoft is such a valuable tool. But but I think it still depends on your organization and your, your organizational needs. Uh, let's talk about where organizations are spending too much money in technology and being, being hands-on with a lot of organizations and their budgets. Where, where have you seen an overspend in technology where, where people can learn from others' mistakes in this area? Yeah, so I think, I think one of the biggest... Uh, spending surprises is in software. Yeah. So uh, it's not a big deal for people to go and sign up for their own Dropbox account yep. or their own little app for this or app for that. And the next thing you know, your all of your employees are each using their own apps for their own different yep. things. Yep. And the company oftentimes, most of the time, is reimbursing them for yep. these you know, $3 a month or $12 a month apps that they're using. Yep. And, uh, you end up losing standardization, number one. Yeah. Uh, but number two, all of a sudden you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month for all of these apps. Yep. And, um, sometimes it does help with productivity, but sometimes yep. it hurts productivity yep. because of the lack of standardization. Yes. But man, it can really hurt the budget. Whereas if you go buy an enter enterprise version of something yep. and just, Hey, this is our, we are using, you know, Evernote yes. or OneNote, yep. you know, whatever it is. Yep. And that's kind of the standard. If you want something else, you pay for it yourself. Yes. Uh, you'll save money and you'll increase productivity. So that's usually the biggest thing is kind of all the, all the apps Yes. that people are using is really hurting budgets these yeah. days. So, so the way to create efficiencies there is, is to create standardization. This is our software and this is how we use it yep. and, and eliminate a lot of those islands that people like to create in their technology preferences. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's good. And then when it comes to organizations trying to save money inefficiently, where, where, do, you, where do you see some of the mistakes uh, that, that organizations are making when, from a technology budgeting standpoint? So I would, I would set standards for everything. Okay. So... Uh, computer refresh rates, for yes. example. Yes. Um, you know, how often should we buy new computers for employees? We have a we have a key employee here yep. who has had his same computer for like seven years. Okay. And uh, it was like, okay, it's time to get you a new computer. Yeah. And he was like, sort of kicking and screaming. But <laughs> you're right. Uh, we have another employee who had hers for like five or six years. Yep. And we bought her a new one and sent it to her. And she was like, I don't want it. She mailed it back. Um, But I would set kind of that refresh rate. Okay. Everybody's going to get a new computer every four years. Yes. And that's sort of the standard. Yes. Um, And, and do it. Yes. And what it does is it kind of staggers the spending. Yes. So if you just come in and say, okay, everybody this month is getting a new computer. That's a huge capital expense. Yes. Um, but if you just plan in your budget, we're going to spend, you know, we're going to replace a new computer depending on the size of your organization, but we're going to replace a new computer every month. Yeah. Okay. And it's $1,500 or whatever the number is, then you can budget, you know, and you know when people are going to get new computers. And so that refresh rate, um, 
And then the other thing is, is that we see this so often in the small business space, not as much in the church space, but in the small business world, uh, people are like, oh, the new iPhone came out or yes. the new such and such came out. I yes. just have to get it. Right. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Wait till your renewal comes up. Yeah. Don't sign up for another contract. So you, just so you yeah. can get the new shiny yeah. piece of technology. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, from an efficiency standpoint, is there a standard two years, three years on a new computer, new phone that, that you've seen hits maximum efficiency or does it depend on the person? I think it, I think it depends on the industry, industry, uh, yeah. not as much the person okay. in our space. Uh, for us, and this is just us, yep. uh, but we're a, a pretty virtual environment. Yep. And so I really want people to have a new computer every three years. Yep. Uh, their computer goes out of warranty in three years. Okay. And so, and, and <laughs> going back to question number two, yeah. that most people use PCs yep. and they really have a good shelf life for three years. And yep. once it goes beyond that, it's kind of like we need to refresh. Yeah. Um, and so we just... Every three years, if we can get people new computers, yep. then uh, they're kind of up on the new technology yep. and um, you know the new software, and they're still within warranty. Then, and yep. if if because of our virtual environment, if somebody's computer goes out, they can't yep. work at all. Yep. So it's like we need them to have a, a computer that's going to function. Yeah. And, and being in the PC world, do you have a brand preference on, on the PC side? We don't. We, we have a outsourced technology company. They, okay. we use whatever they ship us. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the IT support for an organization. At what, how, how do you, how do you budget for that? Or what, what do you see as, as the most efficient man means for IT support of when do you hire an IT person do you hire outsource IT support? How, how do you manage that within an organization? So you've in in doing these podcasts, you've probably learned this about me. Um, I I like to hire pe- the right people to do the right things. Yes. Um, yep. So it's important to hire a lawyer yep. at the front end. It's important important yep. to hire an accountant on the front end, and it's important to hire a, a tech person on the front end. Okay. Um, so. I've always had a technology person okay. that we've outsourced to okay. since day one. Yeah. And those are kind of like, to me, those are like the key yeah. things. Yeah. If we don't have good technology, if we don't have good money yes. management, if we don't have good legal yeah. you know, protection, then yes. we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, so I've always had a tech person since yeah. day one. Yeah. And that relationship has evolved and changed over time. Yes. Um, if you're a heavy uh, Mac shop, yep you know, office, then they're what, what the, the outsourced tech company will do is, is very different. Yep. You know, if you have lots of servers like we do, yeah. then we have, we have to have a high level of networking knowledge yep. and that yep. sort of thing. And so, um, you know, we, we pay a lot of money every month for our, our technical support. Okay. And then in the PC world, our, our provider, most providers out there pay, you know, they charge you per machine that they manage right. and, we just we want the proactive monitoring. Yes. So we have it on our servers. We have it in our on our PCs. They charge like forty bucks a month yep. per computer. Yep. And that's the proactive monitoring and support. Um, and we just we value that, so we pay for it. Yeah. Um, but I would I would highly recommend you have some sort of technology person. Yeah. You know, supporting you. Yeah. That, that's that's great advice. Well, Ben, as we wrap up this this episode of the podcast. 
Any thoughts uh, or final thoughts you would share with a leader when it comes to just budgeting around technology? Yeah, <clears throat> don't don't let your budget get out of hand. Um, you know, churches in in particular, they have far greater technology needs than yeah. small businesses. Yeah. Um, you know, with lights and sound and video and all yes. of that kind of stuff. Um, come up with your refresh rates for that stuff too. Yeah. Um, I know in in even in the uh, AVL world, it's like the next shiny thing came up and technology is moving so fast. Yes. So it's every month or every two months, something new is coming out. Yeah. Um, so I would come up with a real, you know, uh, strict refresh rate for everything yeah. and live by it. And don't be wowed by the new technologies that are coming out. Just stick with your refresh rate, upgrade your technologies at those times um, and, and kind of follow that plan, but be strategic about how you do it. Don't just, don't just go buy a new phone or a new computer or a new soundboard because it, it just came out and you got to have it. Yeah. Great, great advice. Thanks so much uh, for listening to this episode of the Dime podcast. Make sure you go and leave a rating and a review, uh, wherever it is that you're listening. And if you want to learn more about Dime, visit our website at simpledime.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.